Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's the King of the Couch back in your ear holes for another week at the King of the Couch podcast. Uh, I'm your hostess with the most, Aaron L. Thompson, aka the King of the Couch. And here I am, back in your ear holes, episode 120. Woo! Fuck yeah. 9.18pm uh, on a Monday night. It's a late, late show. I don't like getting started early on a Monday night when I'm running solo. Uh, it's the 29th of the 11th, 2021. Man, nearly December, nearly the Christmas uh, spirited month. Uh, we'll probably put up our tree on... I'd say Wednesday or Friday. I'd like to. I'd like to say Wednesday because it's the first. But I'm I'm angling for Friday because I'd like to get a nice bottle of sherry just to just to down while we do that. Um, but I've been well. I hope you've been well. It's been two weeks, two effing weeks since you've seen me here on my own. I had uh, Uncle Hingy last week for episode 119. Go and check that one out if you haven't already. We we had a fucking uh, a doozy, a little mozza ball actually. I um I rotate the desks for the guest episode. You may have noticed. Um. He's a lovable bloke. Um, tons of fun. He's honestly a solid dude. He came in. He brought a nice bottle of Argentinian wine, some sour beers. I had some red sitting in the house, and um, it was just good. Like we, we, were, I would consider us good mates now. That was a hell of a bonding session we had last week. Let him stay over my house. Don't want to drag his name through the mud at all, but he is probably the world's loudest snorer. I thought I was a bad snorer, and I looked across at him. And was like, oh, I should fucking call someone about this because this sounds like it's a problem, but. Regardless of the snoring, top bloke. I mean, he comes bearing gifts, aka alcohol. I mean, who doesn't like a guest that does that? I, I commented on the show about it, and I'm commenting on this show about it because it meant so much to me. But he was a top bloke. Um, so go and check that one out. Um, I haven't actually listened to the whole episode myself. Normally, I'll go and try and listen to the guest episodes, but I honestly had just a fucking hectic week last week. I wanted to share more clips because there was some gold. The things that I listened to, the problem is because I'm trying to like sort of promote my own show, you know what I mean, blow smoke up my own bum, you have to listen to your own show so you can cut it up, because I'm a one-man band, let's put it out there, I'm a one-man fucking band, you know what I mean, I'm the star of the show, hello, I'm editing, I'm directing, I'm producing, I'm fucking doing it all, the content manager, the marketing manager, so, you know, shout out to me firstly, but, um, yeah, I was just absolutely chock-a-block with work and life last week, and sometimes when I'm listening to my own show, like, it's so funny, you know what I mean, especially when there's a guest on, because I'm sort of... I'm in the moment listening to what they're saying at the time, but I like to listen to it back to go, actually, we had a few tins and I was a little bit pissy by the end of it, and we continued to get more pissed after the show, because that's what we do, we're like rock stars, you know what I mean, we have a couple of drinks in the, in the green room, we go on and play a fucking sick show, which we did, and then we go backstage and just just party, you know, ask the groupies, me, Hingy, mm, so good. So go and check that episode out. The week before was me and me and J Dog, the Wizard Jared Sukjai, which is always great. Going to get him back on the show before Christmas. Might even do a fucking Christmas special. I'm not sure. Um, but I'm back. I look forward to these solo shows. I do. I uh, we'll go through my week. We'll go through my weekend. Everything's been happening in the world. Sometimes when I miss my own show for like two weeks, I just got a fucking lot of notes here. Some that make a lot of sense. Some that make no sense at all. But I tell you what, truth. Truth, truth, truth. I'm going to go through it from top to bottom tonight. It could be a fucking quick show. could be a long show. could be a shit show, but it's probably going to be a great show. I don't know, but I am here. I am no no-show tonight. So let's fucking go, go, all right? Episode 120, feeling really good. Not drinking tonight. Was drinking last week. We're off it tonight. Pepsi Max, shout out Pepsi Max. I have it in a little tumbler with some ice. So it's like I'm a, I'm a sophisticated madman kind of guy, like a little... 
Mm. Yeah, I watch Suits. <laughs> Add some tart Pepsi. Wash it down with H2O. It's so good. But what the fuck's been going on? We'll get into my weekend soon, but I mean, what has been going on in the world? There's a new COVID strain. Oh my God, can you believe it? There's another strain. Just when they were really tightening the screws on us too. You've got to get the vax. You've got to get the vax. Delta, worst strain ever. Before that was a pretty fucking gnarly strain. But Delta come along, the worst thing ever. The worst thing ever. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. There's a new one in the Greek alphabet and it's here to fuck your life up. Omicron. Seriously, it's playing out like a bad like a bad horror movie uh, sort of franchise. And let me just pump my chair up a little bit here. I'm falling apart. Let me just pump my chair up. Um, it's really bad, isn't it? It's like, from the studio that brought you COVID-19. From the same people that brought you COVID-19 Delta. Worst strain ever. There's a new kid on the block presenting COVID-19. Omicron. Just when you thought it was safe to go back outside. Just when you put your mask back in the drawer. Get the fucking thing out again. You got one jab. You got two jabs. <laughs> Get your fucking boosters ready. Because Omicron is here, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's like that. I literally make the mistake at least once a week turning on the news and as soon as i turned on it was just like south africa worst strain ever i was like oh my god you know what i mean uh and you know just i'm learning more about the greek alphabet as time goes on i don't know about you beautiful people but i am i mean there's the alpha the delta as omicron i found out today that it skipped a couple of uh greek letters one, because the Chinese president is XI. I'm not sure how you pronounce that for my Chinese fans. I'm really sorry, but it's like Z, I'm guessing. Uh, Z Pingyang, I think his name is. And uh, yeah, they skipped him. I don't know if that's a little bit close to home because, you know, obviously uh, China, Wuhan, there was the whole Donald Trump China virus thing. So it could be a little bit close to home, that whole thing. So I think out of respect for Z and the Chinese people, they... Uh, you know, skipped it, went straight to fucking Omicron. It sounds like a, it could be like a, like a fucking black metal band. You know what I mean? We are Omicron from Norway. Fucking dismember a cat. Let's fucking go. Wow. I don't know, man, but it's just, uh, yeah, Omicron. It's here. It's here to stay, evidently. And it's the worst strain since the worst strain so we will see i don't want to say that i'm a betting man or a gambling man because i'm not i did bet recently this would happen we'd all rush out and get our vaccines we'll be told to get our vaccines i mean there's a lot of hoo-ha in australia right now i'm not going to go into it because it's not one of those it's a fun podcast tonight but there's a lot of hoo-ha a lot of a lot of back and forth we've got a december 17th deadline or you if you don't no jab no job no jab no pub no jab no club no jab. I think you can still go to the gym, though. That's all right. That's all right. But it's one of these things. They're not saying it's mandatory, but if you don't get it, you can't do anything. So we will see. But I kind of thought, you know, that would be the thing. And um, then another strain would come along because, like, you know, I'm no doctor or anything like that, evidently. I'm a shithole podcaster, but that's about it. Pretty subpar editor. 
And it's kind of like, well, something else has to come about, right? That's just the way these things work. The flu, you know, is around every year. People get the flu shots. And then another 12 months later, there's a new strain. They get a new flu shot. I imagine this is what it's going to be. I'm not saying it is the flu. It's definitely not the flu. It's COVID. It's COVID Omicron. The baddest fucking sequel of any virus going. So, mm, I don't know. But be safe out there, people. I mean... I hope we don't have to wear the masks again. They're fucking annoying. You know, it's summer here. Really starting. I was really starting to get a sweaty mouth, a soggy mouth, soggy mouth hole. Let you paint that picture there. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, let's go on. I've done my bit. I've done my thing. Uh, firstly, after the first bit, subscribe to the show uh, either on Apple. Follow me on Spotify. And if you're on YouTube, the YouTube, not the Red Tube. Do whatever you want. But on the YouTube. You want to subscribe to do all the little things, get the dings. Every week I put a podcast up, unless I'm just not vibing. This had probably happened like three or four times, but I'm fucking well vibing tonight. So subscribe, please. Um, and if you like what you hear, pay it forward. That means a shitload to me, for real. That means a hell of a lot to me. Um, little bits, little funny bits, maybe post them up on your Instagram, things like that. If you've got a friend that needs a laugh, a loved one that needs a laugh, and you think this is pretty funny, you know what I mean? That that thing he said about the COVID stuff, that, that was actually pretty funny. I might, yeah, I might just, I'm just going to say this, and I might send it to that person because I love them dearly. If you if that hits you, then you do that. Do that, please. Um, or do a public review. It's been a while since I've had a public review. I don't really go look at them that much, but you know, I've got a good handful out there. They're all like five stars, not to brag, but they're, they're pretty good, you know what I mean? Um go and do that it's christmas time so give give me a gift in the way of a review or just paying it forward just that's that's it um let's get on with the show my weekend well weekend was good actually it was a pretty full-on one um it consisted of friday saturday sunday again Ugh. but yeah friday night we just chilled out um it was a as I said, it was a pretty big week I'm, I'm i'm that age now where i'm like 32 and like i get pretty tired i'm pretty fatigued pretty lethargic on fridays i've been doing a lot of exercise and trying to be healthier like laying off the drinks as much minus last monday night because we fucking sent it um, but drinking a lot of water, trying to eat like better food, trying to get better quality sleep, you know, some vitamins in, things like that. So I have been feeling a bit better, I've got to be honest, um, which is which has been good. My, my morale's been pretty high, but still, coming into Friday night, you're pretty cooked, you're pretty tired. There was a couple of late nights last week, Monday night being one of them. Tuesday, I went to bed early. I've been watching Squid Game, shout out Squid Game, it's a pretty good show. I keep falling asleep for like in the last 10 minutes, which is a bit of a pain in the bum to go back, you know, it doesn't matter. Friday night though, we're there. And I really wanted to spend some time with Beck. I felt like it'd been a while since we've like not connected because we, we have been connecting a lot lately, uh, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And I just wanted to do all those things with her on Friday night. You know, we, I wanted to spend time with Arabella. So it was good. And um, so I basically went out, got myself a little drink. I literally got, I mean, I've been, what I've been doing, this is a little drinking hack for people out there that like might consider themselves like alcoholics. I, if I buy six beers or I buy a bottle of wine, if I buy a bottle of wine, you're going to drink a bottle of wine. Like, that's just like the, that's the code. That's the mantra, right? So I was just trying to buy things that didn't have as much alcohol content on them, you know, but still a little bit, like a little bit of buzz action. So I found myself like really getting to like a Guinness extra stout lately. I've had two, uh, two tallies of that in the past like week or 10 days or so. And I wanted to get another one on Friday night. I couldn't find one at the local. So I was like, what's well, like the, the largest standard alcoholic beverage in a toy that i could get for uh for a for quite a handsome fee uh, of course was cooper's sparkling out everybody knows that that's like that's like the champion of just like great great uh toys you know what i mean so 
I got the Cubs red because I was like, look, I want to, I want to take the edge off. I want to take it off nicely, but I don't want to, don't want to fuck myself here and then have that and then chase it with a bottle of rosé. I don't know if you can tell from the from the video right now, but I will take my glasses off here. But my rosé is looking pretty good. It doesn't like I just had a kind of a warmer shower with a cold shower. I'm a little bit hot in here. It is Queensland. Thanks for noticing. It's humid as fuck. I got the light on there, but I will say my rosacea is going better. You know what I mean? I think all my exercise and stuff, my eating and the bone broth and the somewhat better sleeping is paying off. So yeah, shout out me. But um, what I was getting at my drinking hack, I've been buying a tourley and I've been getting one of these little tumblers and just filling it up. And it's like three and a half maybe of this. But I pace myself. I sit there like I'm just like, you know, fucking that guy in Mad Men. I don't know his name. Never Don Draper. Never really watched the show, but I know he drinks whiskey. So I'd just be sitting there like watching moves it back, just like real sophisticated, like with my shirt off because it's hot in Queensland. And I'd just be like, mm, this is a good movie, babe. And I just, I'd honestly get like 20 sips out of a glass. And that's like, that's like ideal for me. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I've been doing a lot in the stout. So Friday night, went and got a Cuba Sparkling Ale. Honestly, can't remember what we had for dinner. And I have been saving a shitload of movies on Netflix and binge and stuff lately, right? I do this, like, I, I can't pick what I want. So I just go through and watch all the things that I would want to watch. Just never watch them. I just put them on a watch list. I'm sure a lot of people do that. And then Beck will just be like, why have you just got so many movies saved? And I'm like, babe, like, because I just can't pick a movie. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a genre buff. Like, I like horror. I like action. I like a bit of comedy. I like some violence. I like a lot of violence, actually, in my movies. Not in real life. And, um... I was feeling pretty romantic, so I like saved a movie called The Starling for Beck. Had Melissa McCarthy in it. The other guy's name escapes me. He's Irish. He's pretty funny. I was a pretty dramatic role, and I was like, um, I'll put this on there. It looked good. I'll be honest. The trailer looked good. I was pretty stoked with the trailer, and um, yeah, it just was a total shit show. And I don't mean that because it was a bad movie, because it was actually a pretty nice movie. I'm not even sure it was a nice movie. It was a it was a good movie from a plot point of view and a story point of view. But if you were looking for a movie that didn't want to like leave you sort of sobbing and weeping like a little child, I would, I wouldn't recommend this movie. I would, I would actually steer quite clear of this movie because that's exactly what I did to me and Beck. I'm five, 10 minutes into it. They should have just called this movie. Um, Hey, do you want a giant lump in your throat? Cause you're going to fucking just fall down to tears very shortly. Obviously it's a really long title. So they went with the star, the starlet starling, starling. That's it. The starling. It's a good movie, but very sad. I won't ruin it for you, but it deals with like SIDS, which is pretty fucked. It's a thing that sudden infant death syndrome. So that's pretty fucked. And it deals with mental health, which is a real thing. We're coming into the end of November. I'm not doing November, but I look pretty good with my, sort of shitty five o'clock shadow mustache um but it was pretty heavy you know what i mean it was like something's happened to the kid and this is the thing like i've got a kid obviously i've got another kid on the way obviously beck's heavily pregnant which means well she's not even heavily pregnant she's just pregnant nearly 20 weeks but she's pretty hormonal i know it fucks with the the girl's hormones uh man five minutes seven and a half minutes tops I look across at her and she's just red, weeping, like crying, like tears, you know what I mean? Like Niagara Falls. And it was just like, fuck, have I done the wrong thing, the right thing? She's really enjoying it. Like She likes that. Like they like that outlet. You know, I think it's a girl thing. Like I, I, maybe I wasn't told like I was loved enough as a kid, but like it's really hard for me to get certain emotions out, that one being one. So I basically just have that thing where you just feel like you've got a lump in your throat and it's like an actual pain for like an hour and a half. And then... I wanted to hug after it 
but you know, I just was like, we did the embrace thing. I thought I, I better do it for Beck's sake, you know, I better do it for Beck's sake. And uh, we hugged, and I was just like, mm, the lump was just growing, like the Adam's apple was a real throbber, and it was just like one tear, like Johnny Depp and Cry Baby. And uh, yeah, the movie though, pretty good, <clears throat> cut me in two emotionally. Um, so I wouldn't recommend it if you don't want to cry, because that's exactly what the movie did. Um, spoiler alert, it's pretty, pretty sad. So um, I naturally couldn't go to bed on a sad head because um, I hadn't cried. It's hard, I'll be honest, this is not having to dig people that do cry. Because crying is an emotional thing, you should be in touch with your emotions. I just have a hard time crying like that, especially in front of people, like quite like funerals and things like that, you know, after people have died and stuff or... Just even on my own, I just I find it hard to get out. It's like it's it's like uh, you know you're nearly there. You're like ninety percent of the way there, and it just sort of just subsides again. I have a really hard time with it, um, and that's just how it is. Naturally, I was feeling like absolute rat shit. You know what I mean? So I had to put on some Seinfeld and just like calm down, just like have a laugh, like ha ha ha. And that's exactly what I did. And that was that was pretty much Friday night. Um, went to bed, woke up feeling pretty good, you know what I mean, not because I had had a cry, because I hadn't, because I wanted to, but I just couldn't get it out, so I'm working on that, we'll talk about that, that's an emotional blockage that I'm trying to work through, but uh, Saturday, great day, you know, I mean, the weather's been pretty shit ass in Queensland, it's very humid, very rainy, and all that sort of stuff, but um, I was looking after Arabella in the day, I had a friend's memorial thing in the afternoon, which we'll get to, and I was going to stay at my mum's house, and I sort of teed up a little thing to maybe get my mum to take Arabella back home, so I could sort of just get on the piss and not worry, have to you know worry about being a dad and stuff like that. I'm not a deadbeat or anything like that. It's just it's a memorial thing, you know what I mean, for a good friend who passed away quite a few years ago. So I was like, we do this once a year, and like I'm just pretending I'm not a dad tonight, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to get on the piss, and things might happen, you know what I mean? I could have a headache in the morning. Let's just play it out. Um, but Arabella's been a bit needy lately, like quite needy actually with Beck. And I've been trying to like really sort of c- come in more. I don't know, that's probably the wrong word for it. I've been really trying to like get in more to her space and try to like be a dad a bit more. I'm, I'm a dad all the time, of course, but it's just more like a thing like, I don't know, just trying to do more, make more effort. I don't know, it doesn't matter, let's move on. So we were like, nah, Arabella's not going home. She's going to stay at my mom's house with me. <clears throat> and I was like, look, that's all cool, but I'm getting on the sauce, you know what I mean? I'll put her to bed and all that sort of stuff, but I could be a little bit stumbly. But it's okay, like, I'm pretty pissed fit when it comes to beer, and I'm, I make a good point of just sticking to the beers nowadays. There was a couple of sips of Fireball Whiskey, a couple of sips of Pink Gin. That was it. Beyond that, it was just Coobers, nothing but fucking Coobers all afternoon. Well, it was a good day, you know what I mean? Like, I was a bit, not nervous, but I kind of was. I was thinking, oh, God, I hope she doesn't crack up here and want Beck and, you know, she's not here. So I'll tear up for like a couple of days, you know, saying like, look, we're having a sleepover at Lanny's house, my mum, and mummy's not going to be there. So you got to be like, you know, with me and having a good time with me. And I've got Frozen, I've got Cinderella on the iPad. We're going to have a good time. Oh, Toy Story if you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. So like, yeah, it was, it was a, actually it was pretty good. She was really good. Took her for some food, had a good day you know, drop back off at work, like, it was really good, can't, I honestly can't complain, she hung out with my grandparents as well, while I was there, she was having a good time, she wasn't shy, she was just going mental, my mum came back, made some sandwiches, we went down to my mate's memorial thing, which we do every year, 
I probably talked about this last year, even the year before. It was a yearly thing that we do, and it's like a way of remembering our friend that passed away. We try to raise a bit of money for mental health, uh, which which we did. Uh, I'll get into the auction soon. It was really good, though, that we did. Uh, but, you know, it's another another excuse, I suppose, to see old faces and people that I only get to see once a year, realistically. Um, but we always have a fucking good time. Like, it's it's a bittersweet event. But it's 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 cool because like we get to see people and we remember a friend and you know we just have a good time and I feel like everybody's like on their best behavior whilst being on their worst behavior if that makes sense like we're just sending it we're having a fucking good time and that's all what the afternoon's about anyone's welcome and any money we raise all goes to like a mental health awareness thing so I was I was pleased to say that we raised about fifteen hundred and twenty one dollars. And um, that was over like we had three things. It was like a Titans sign ball, Gold Coast Titans, or some Titan home game tickets, and a Fireball whiskey. So last year we did it, and it fetched like maybe like four hundred and something. I can't remember this year. It fetched five hundred fifty dollars for that bottle. And it, look, it was pretty pretty fucking. It's a tradition apparently. I can't remember. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, we cracked that bottle and it just goes around the room, around the room until it's basically empty. So uh, there was a few burly blokes there having a good swig of it. I'm not much of a whiskey dude anymore, you know what I mean? But I'll, I'll like, out of respect, I'll, I'll have a swig. So I had a couple of swigs of that, but they're very, I'll be honest, I was doing the cheeky. It was very baby swigs, you know what I mean? Little baby swigs. I got a baby at home, so baby swigs. And yeah, it was just honestly a good time. I said, better, bittersweet, but a good time. And I've got to be honest, I think I talked about this last year, and it's become a bit of a thing with a couple of my mates. I've, I've, been, I've been Don Jag Nicholson, you know, aka Mick Jagger. Cause I'm I'm the kind of the king, obviously, but the king of jagging free drinks. Um, I'm like a hot girl at a bar. People just want to buy me free drinks, you know, and and it's a really nice thing because financially I don't have deep enough pockets for a lot of drinks sometimes. So when these handsome men want to buy me drinks, who am I to say no? So I, I honestly jag like five or six drinks at this party. It's just so, I rolled into this party with like fifty dollars. I had to take some money from my partner. And steal it. She she gave it to me. It was good. It was all good. It was it was above board. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to do it. You know, I don't want to spend all this money. But people just like, as you want a beer. And I'm like, who it'd be rude not to. Like it'd be rude to say no, right? Like I'm just doing the nice thing. Yeah. Stuart, I love a beer. Matt, I love a beer. Josh, love a beer. Milky, I love two beers. He got me two beers. And, you know, got stuck chin wagging with his father in law, maybe felt bad. So whatever, I'm gonna take it. There was like five, six beers going around. They brought the pink gins out. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have a couple of swigs, boys. Yeah, do I want one? No, because I've got a baby at home. But yeah, baby swigs, baby swigs. You know, oh, five whiskey, baby swigs, and uh, it was good. I think I ended up like walking away with like three or four drinks bought. Actually, it wasn't even that. It was like two drinks. Then I think I had to buy some other shit after that. You know, like just to make up for it, maybe like a dinner or something like that. But. It was good. So Jag Nicholson was like in full swing and like just proper Jag form. You know what I mean? Like the, it was like it was like the good part of my career that night. So, but it was good. Went home with Arabella, put her to bed at like eight thirty. Hung out with my grandparents for a bit. Had one one of my uh, my my famous pops forex uh, goals. Delicious. A few punters around, family and stuff. Chin wagon, having a good time. Just having a fucking good time. I was honestly, I was flying. I'm not an angry drunk. I'm a, I'm a happy drunk. Sometimes I'm a bit unhappy the next day, but that night when I'm under the under the influence, feeling good. So we did that. Eight thirty rolls around. I get the bottle. I'm like, Arabella, I'll put you to bed, knowing full well I'm going back out. Sink some water. Maybe watch something on my iPad. Woke up at four a.m. That was it with a fucking head splitter. The old head was throbbing. 
the brain needed some dehydration. My whole fucking body needed some dehydration, and it needed some Panadol. So at four a.m., wear the glasses. Fucking whoa. take the pants off. You know what I mean? I need to. I need to fucking shed some of this shit. And that was me just fucking having a good time. You know, getting the water in, getting the Panadol in. Six a.m. rolls around. Six six thirty. Arabella's awake. Oh god, change the nappy. Do the bottle. Hey, yeah, do you, you actually want to watch something on the iPad right now? That's fine. You can do You can start your day with Frozen. I don't give a fuck because my head's killing me still. This panel's not done shit. Well, maybe it did, but it, I needed some water. That's what I was getting at. So I got out of bed at about 9 o'clock Sunday morning. My mum was there. She was like, you've got to get out of bed now. And I was like, yeah, right. Okay, cool, cool. Time to be a dad again. You know what I mean? Take a quick swig of this Pepsi. Shout out, Pepsi. I don't know what's in it, but geez, it tastes good. So that was me. It took me all the way to Sunday morning. Sunday morning, caught up with my auntie and uncle. Had a little, um, had a little bacon egg breakfast. A lot of bacon, actually. I ate a lot of bacon. I, I, I went through a phase early on in my life where I enjoyed bacon, but I could have a little bit. You know what I mean? I was like a, like Italian, I guess. I think that's that's what they do. A bit of less is more. You know what I mean? I'll just have this little rasher, a little bit, a little bit of fat, and that's all for me. Yeah, I was more of an egg man, like the mushrooms and stuff like that. We'll say they laid it on, they pulled some beans out. It's been a while since I've had baked beans, and I, I went back for seconds. I went back for seconds on the bacon and baked beans. Bacon and baked beans. Fuck, the Cabanossi kid, back for the bacons. I don't know, 2021 has been a year of me and pork products. I'm really enjoying them. And I just went back for bacon two or three times, like a lot of bacon. I probably, I went back twice. But it was a lot of bacon, you know. I had, I had a headache. I had a headache. I had to fucking, you know, at that point I was rocking on four Panadol and I had some bacon and I just needed more bacon. I needed more baked beans. I don't like seeing things go to waste. So I was like, look, if an animal's died for this, which it, it had, you know, God rest its soul, I was going to do my part and eat as much of it as I could. Like, that's that's how nature works, you know what I mean? I'm like a like a hunter-gatherer type figure. Um, I'll be at a hungover one, but... It, it was good. The hangover really wasn't that bad. There was a pool there. You know, I got into that. Arabella was in there. So we were having a good time. Bit of daddy-daughter time. It was just great seeing my family. After that, I had to go to Spotlight. Of course, they were doing a fucking Black Friday sale. What the fuck was a half hungover, headachy man full of bacon doing it? Fucking Spotlight. I don't know. Couldn't find a park. Fucking infuriating. My mum's there. My mum's there with a negative energy. She, she always runs in with negative energy to car parks. You know what I mean? We're not even there yet. And she's like... God, it's going to be hard getting a car park. I hate that. I told her that too. I pulled her up on it because I had a short fuse. I mentioned I'm not an angry drunk, but I have a short fuse when I've had a few, you know, the next morning I have a short fuse. So I was like, look, mum, I don't need this bad energy right now. We're going in here. She's like, oh, I'm just being real. It's Christmas. It's going to be chockers in there. I was like, what are we even here for? I said, this is a bad affirmation, mum. We're not going to manifest a car park here. You know what I mean? driving around, driving around, driving around. I looked at her, I said, you, you fucking jinxed us, hey? You fucking jinxed us with this car park shit. And she's there laughing like, <laughs> I told you. Oh, God, the bad energy got to me. I said, here, I'm getting out. You drive the car. I ran in, not 80 bucks down to 19 for this foam thing. Oh, it's meant to make you feel better in your bed. I don't know. But I, I'm just trying to coax Beck back to coming to bed with me. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to make it more, more comfortable for her. You know what I mean? More comfy you know, on her back, and uh, sold out, doesn't matter, my mum being the angel she is, I know that she's not a manifestation queen, but uh, she went and got me one today, so that was really nice, shout out mum for doing that, I'll transfer the $19, if Becca hasn't, but um, did that, dropped my mum off, got my shit, straight up the Bruce, had to get back for four, come over for like an hour, had a chicken sandwich, 
hot chook, Sunday afternoon, hot chook. I was in it. I was in a gorging mood. You know what I mean. Normally, what I do, and and this is how I know I'm getting I'm getting a bit better with my time. Normally, I'd probably just get, you know, maybe not three sheets again on a Sunday. Two sheets, good, nice two sheets, sort of tipsy on a Sunday, right? Definitely get a bottle of wine, rosé. I like sparkling rosé. I probably do that as well, and a couple of beers in on a Sunday just to get nice and sort of like half polished, and. I didn't do that. So I feel like I'm getting better with my alcohol consumption because I didn't do that at all, right? I just got a Guinness extra stout and I keep pushing it back, right? I literally didn't crack that bitch to like 9, 9, 10 last night. Wasn't tired, wasn't in the mood to go to bed. I thought, well, it's my Sunday. It, it's my Sabbath. It's my day. Sunday's my day. I need to fuck all responsibility off and stuff like that. I'm sitting here. It's 9 o'clock at night. So I cracked a stout. And I just want to eat food. Hey, there was like gay times in the fridge. So I had a gay time. I had some chocolate. I had some fucking corn chips. Fuck me. I'm, I was on the midnight snack train last night. Woke up a little bit puffy this morning. But it was a good night. It was my night. I was having a good night. I was watching a movie called Red Notice with uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. Um, good movie. Fun movie. I, I didn't even read the, the plot. And I knew exactly what I was going to be watching. Each one of those actors probably except Gal Gadot. So basically Ryan Reynolds and The Rock just playing themselves as they played in every other movie. And they play it well. You know exactly what you're going to get. You know what I mean? It's like a warm hug. Like it's like an old t-shirt or a nice pair of jeans that you own. You know what you're going to get when you when you, when you you put those two fellas on. You know, just jokes galore. Just The Rock just fucking pulsating out any t-shirt he's got on. But it was good. It was over the top, like well over the top, like well over the top, just so fake. Um, but it was fun. I hope they do a number two. And, you know, and I hope I get to watch it on a Sunday night, just like I did the first time round, because we had a fucking uh, we had a fucking good time. And there I was, just little tumbler with a stout, just like a sophisticated gent, just like that, just sipping like that. It was nice. I woke up this morning, and I'll be honest, I wasn't in it. Head wasn't in it. I was feeling fucking shitty just a bit off myself, you know what I mean? But uh, I slapped myself out of it, uh, talked to Beck, did some reading, did some pondering, wrote a couple of lines out in my, my journal. Just had a good day, psyched myself up, and was like, you know what? Life's good. I'm good. Whatever it was, this too shall pass, passed. Fuck all that negative energy. And uh, so there's other people in the world doing it tough, so I just, I just fucking... <clears throat> sucked it in and went you know what you're fucking king of the couch dude episode 120 depends on you get your shit together get the fucking camera out the ring light the this the that and the mic god get the fucking mic and get on there for the punters that's what i'm here to do here to do crew and i'm back episode 120 that was my weekend that was a long 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 intro well, i like it this is this show don't tell me that's a long intro this is my show and i'll talk about whatever the fuck i want to talk about got a lot of shit on here um, where to tank? Jesus Christ! What was I? What was I doing here? Where do toads go in the daytime? I don't know, but I got two toads that live at my house. I never see them in the day. See them every night. I don't know where they go. They don't work. I know that much. I've never seen any any toads in an establishment my whole entire life. They don't wear little toad suits, little toad briefcases. No toad tradies, nothing like that. So I don't know where they go. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, sad day though. Uh. Virgil Abloh passed away. I don't know if anyone here knows Virgil Abloh. I'm sure if you're into streetwear or anything like that, uh, fashion, art, 
skateboarding, you, you would know Virgil Abloh. He, uh, he of course, started the Off-White brand. They're really famous. They were, like, quite out there, and he, and he made, like, some... I thought it was kind of cool. It was, like, a bit of a noxious. I always thought it was, like, poking fun at, like, the fashion world. I really liked it. He brought back a lot of, like, 90s sort of skate sort of looking stuff with, like, the long sort of belts that used to clip in. I had, like, an SMP one back in the day, and... He brought them back and he had like all like the different um, like high-end sort of Nike shoes that he just literally like like wrote like off-white on them and had like he put like zip tie things on them like different colors and just like random shit. Kind of, you you like, when I first saw them, I wasn't sure if I was like, are they meant to be cool or are they not meant to be cool? But whatever, they fetched a huge price tag and they were just like so, so in, you know what I mean? They still are. Like they're probably going to just fucking go through the roof now. He was like the head designer, Louis Vuitton. Um, but from like all accounts, he was just like a like a really good guy. I was reading up on him a lot this morning because I, I was I was shocked, you know. Like there's been some shocking like sort of deaths in the last like twelve months, two years sort of things, like different musicians and celebrities and shit, or people that I think are really cool, I look up to or inspire me in some way. And like, not that I really own any of his clothes, but I just looked at him. I thought he looks like a cool dude. Looks like a nice guy. He, he's out there like he's an African American dude. Like he skateboards. He wears whatever the fuck he wants. I was like, he was kind of like, for me, looking in, he was like a definition of, of like being a rebel, you know what I mean? Like doing it his way. And I think that's really cool. Like in this day and age, like it's 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 really cool to be like authentically yourself, I think, you know, like, um, and that, I was just like, I was actually a bit sad. I was, I was pretty sad about it. Turns out that he'd like been fighting like a rare form of like, uh, a cancer, right? It was a rare form of cancer. I, I, the name, the whole name of case was like angiosarcoma. So I think it, it could have been like a heart sort of cancer. I don't know. To look at him, like he looked healthy, right? From the outside looking in, he was he looked good, looked healthy. I would never have picked that he was sick. And I was just like, I think that was one of the reasons I was like, I woke up, like I was a bit sad. It was like one of the first things I read, like getting out of bed this morning. I was a bit sad about it, to be honest. I was like, God, wow. Like this guy's achieved like so much. He was like 42 and he did all this stuff too, like, when he was sick, you know what I mean, and, like, from all accounts, it was just, like, he was, like, the nicest guy, like, and he helped people, he was always into inspiring, like, younger people, like, any ethnic background, whether it be skateboarding, fucking art, fashion, just creativity, you know what I mean, I, I don't want to fucking blow smoke up much, too, too much here, um, but, you know, I, 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 I kind of try to pride myself on my creative skills, you know, by getting on the mic and talking a bit of shit, and sometimes when I dress, like, I, I pride myself on that, or the, my music choices, it, it, you know, it's all sort of part of my, my, my fiber, so when someone like that, that is clearly like a renegade in their field, they're a rebellious they're doing what they want but they're nice people at the end of the day too you know they're good people with with, um with with the greatest intentions and you know i think he's just changed like bits of the world you know what i mean and uh yeah at 42 that's like that's really fucking young he's got some young kids got a wife like it's just those sort of things hit close to home you know especially now that i got like i got kids and stuff like that and you kind of realize like i'm getting you know i'm 32 only 10 years the difference and when i woke up this morning with that sort of headspace like I was a bit gutted about that, but you're sort of down on yourself here, you know, and you're going, oh, God, I should be doing that. Maybe I should be making more money or this or that. Read, you know, read a couple of things today, see a couple of posts on Instagram, and you kind of like went and did a bit of a workout, and you pull yourself back, and you're like, look, like, it's not that bad. And like, I have complete control over it if it is bad. You know, I can do whatever I want. You know, like if I want to open an establishment or I want to go and make more King of the Couch merch or I want to do another King of the Couch podcast. I can do whatever I want and get on the mic and talk about whatever I want. You don't like your job. 
you can quit. You can change it. If you feel trapped by the money, that's that's fair enough. But like, you will make more money elsewhere. You know what I mean? If I lost my job today, that would suck. But I'd scramble really hard and find a new job. Jobs are pretty abundant at the moment, I think, if you're in Queensland anyway. Um, there seems to be jobs around, you know what I mean? Might be a shit job, but you'll get into something else. It's not the end of the world. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I felt genuinely sad about that this morning. And uh, 42 years old and, and what he's achieved and yeah you know what i mean sometimes like the good ones like that that have achieved so much it's like they 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 put more in like 10 lives in like half a life you know what i mean it's just then then other people can do it's just it's ugh. so i was pretty sad about that so rest in peace virgil abloh that's um that was a really sad thing to wake up and read that this morning anyway let's uh let's move on i've got some honestly just random notes here i think the last like bit is just gonna be me me chipping away i had an idea for a show and when i say i had an idea for a show i was talking to a friend it was really his idea for a show so i'm stealing it but shout out alex sanitsky because he said you gotta do this man we were talking old wrestling the other day and um he was like that's what you should do you should do that on your show i was like what just talk about old wrestling i'm sure i dabble in it every now and then you know uh talk about stone cold as much as i possibly can but he said, no, you should do like a top 10 list of things that you just miss about being a kid. Because I, cause I said in this sentiment, I said, man, if I could go back and relive one moment of my life, there's probably many because I haven't really thought about it that much. But like going through the WWF Attitude Era, that was just something that like I, I genuinely wish I could go back and go, yeah, I want to relive this. I want to forget all the memories and do it all again. Because it was like some of the best fucking memories I've ever had. Like I genuinely feel bad for people that are like into wrestling today because it just couldn't hold a fucking candle to like the attitude era so yeah that was cool so i started like jotting down some shit on a list i'm not going to expose any of it tonight because i think we're gonna do a fun little episode might even get some guests on for that episode just 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 riff just talk have a good time and uh yeah it's gonna be good but i like the list it's it's growing it's gonna be fun might be 10 it might be 100 things but it's gonna be good Hey, um, had a bit of a dog act from Stan recently, uh, the, the, the streaming service. They um, they were charging me. I was on holidays at the Gold Coast recently, as you know. I've talked about it many a time. And a look at my bank account, you know. I'm not that rich that I, I don't need to look at my bank account. But I had a look at it, not looking for incorrect fees. And it just happens that I stumbled across one. So I'm glad I did check it. They were, they were charging me the dogs. I canceled my thing months ago. Anyway, it turns out that I have another account under Beck's email and under Beck's card details. And she's like, I didn't do that. And I was like, I didn't do that either. I don't know if people can just like reactivate the app on your television or whatever, but I didn't do it. And I just said to Stan, I said, look, cancel this shit. It's not us. I said, I didn't do it. She's like, you must have done it. She was adamant that I've done it. I was like, Beck, in what world do you think that like I would just be out of my mind one night, put in your email address, go to your wallet, take your card, which is linked to my joint bank account anyway. So it's my money anyway, your money, our money, whatever. And just use your card. Like what the fuck's up with that? Three or four months ago, I haven't even watched anything on stands since they canceled Californication. That was me. That was me and Stan. Like catch it. You, you, you canceled Californication. You've got nothing else to offer me right now. And they were charging me the dogs back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'll never see that 30, 40 bucks again. So I'm just saying people, public service announcement, check your accounts because these streaming dogs they are relentless with taking the fees oh i reckon netflix i, I canceled my netflix account i have another one which I, I i steal off someone it's not stealing they're paying it forward i'm borrowing it you know what i mean and every day 
I get an email from Netflix. I, I don't have the heart to unsubscribe because I, I genuinely like seeing what's coming out sometimes. So it's not all bad, but every day. They're, and their headers are relentless. They're too. Like, they're like, Aaron, when are you coming back to us? Like, it's a it's like an ex-girlfriend that just like, or a boyfriend that just won't stop. You know what I mean? Like, I miss you. You've changed your number. You've changed your email address. Oh, they just keep calling. They just keep emailing. They're driving by. That's Netflix driving by my house. Like, when are you coming back to me? I love you. You know what I mean? New rock movie, Red Notice. Go and watch it. And it's just stuff like that. Have you watched Squid Game yet? Yes, I'm up to episode four. It's really good. And it's just kind of like that's Netflix. So they they they're relentless. The cunts. They just they just fucking hammer me and hammer me and hammer me. I won't unsubscribe just yet because it makes me feel special. Just deleting a few emails each morning. I like to see what's coming out. They they have some good movies, right? They're the premier, you know, streaming service platform in the world. They've worked hard. The list, it grows. Instagram Live. I was on Instagram Live recently. Not me. I had one time I tried Instagram Live and I had a proper nervous breakdown. I was like, it was in the first COVID lockdown. We were all inside for a month. I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna do a cooking show. Like, I love cooking. It's my it's my thing. I love cooking, right? So I'm going to get on Instagram Live and I'm going to pretend like I'm fucking Action Bronson, Maddie Matheson, you know what I mean? Anthony Bourdain. Something like that. Maybe even a Gordon Ramsay. I might yell at my wife and just throw an omelette at Beck, you know? And I got like two minutes into it and I was like trying to cut and then trying to not cut my fingers off and watching the screen and watching this and watching that. And then people are just like, what are you cooking as? You're just like, oh, fuck. I I wasn't ready for this. I wasn't ready for this. So... I had a panic attack and I thought I'd like stop the recording, but I just paused it. But I didn't realize when you pause a live at the time, it may have changed, but the audio would still live, but the video wasn't. And there's me just freaking out. Beck's just like, I'm having a panic attack. And Beck's like, I'm like, I'm an idiot. What am I even doing this for? I'm not even a famous person. I can't even cook. I can cook. I'm a pretty good cook. But I was just like, what the fuck? You know, and she's like, you're the king of the couch. Fucking get in there and put it back on. You know what I mean? Put the fucking thing back on. You're my king of the couch. She's really, pardon me, she's really trying to jam me up. And I was just like, yeah, fuck. I think I just played it off too to come back and was just like, wow, what was that? And I like some friends asked me like, like that next day, they were like, hey, did you like, did you do an Instagram live and like have a freak out? Like, was there a technical difficulty? And I was like, no, nah, it was just jokes. Like, that was just, that was a game. Like, I just thought it was funny and, like, you picked it up, right? Like, yeah, yeah, no, that was me just being, like, a comedic actor. I was just, like, I was just doing some skits, you know, like, just panicky Instagram live guy. Anyway, what I'm getting at here is, sorry, I'm digressing tonight. This is my show tonight, the digress show. It's, uh, it's the awkwardness of the number in the corner. I don't know if you watch it. I jump on to every, not every live I see, but some I'm genuinely interested and I want to watch it live. I listen to it live, and it's like one, two, three, four. You know, those proper f- f- famous people have like hundreds and hundreds. They don't care. They're never looking. They're never, they're never worried. They're like, oh, cool, what up? What up? It's Justin Bieber. But like, there's like the people that like they have a bit of a following. It's a bit of a cult following. They don't have like the biggest following. Like, like me. Like, I would put on Instagram live and sweat over the 10 people that watch it live. And they're like, they're like looking. Like, they're like, hmm. Oh, oh, Scott says hi. Hey, how you going, Scott? You know, it's like doing things like that. Milky, what's up, brother? Everyone's like real just like talking like they don't normally talk. Oh, cool, cool. Shaniqua, what's up, girl? And yeah, I'm just freaking out like, oh, there's four people on here. If I leave the room, 
I'll look like a rude person because they know I'm in the room. You know, they can see that. Mm, Azzy KOTC, he's here. Mm, maybe we'll get some money off him on our, our monthly fee of whatever we're doing here, you know? And, and that's kind of what it is, right? So I just sit there out of respect sometimes and just like put the phone down that don't actually clock off their life. I just, I just feel bad. I just put it to the side or just put it there and just eavesdrop a little bit, you know? But out of respect for them, like, I don't want to kill their confidence. You don't know how hard it is to build a platform and things like that, you know, and I don't want to kill their confidence. Um, so, yeah, but it's a thing, the awkwardness of the lumber. I, I think that should just they should just get rid of it publicly and it should just be seen by the person doing the live so they can see much have a fo- how much of a following they do not have and, and, and warranting this whole live thing. Do you know what I mean? Like me with the cooking show, panic attack, five people are on, I've had a panic attack. Imagine if I had to do a fucking stadium tour. Jesus Christ, I'd freak out. Wow. Anyway, I want to talk about a couple more things here. I've got some other things that I don't know. I won't talk about it tonight. There was a, Look, I've got a good news story, I guess. It's a good news story. A couple of funny things. I will talk about this. Unsolicited life advice, right? We've all been probably guilty of being on the receiving end of that and probably guilty of being on the giving end of that especially if you had a few too many tins and you're trying to give you you know someone you love like some advice you know like hey look you should get into the gym or something like that or you, you don't know you know come on man you could you could make so much more money like do this and do that you know what i mean i don't like unsolicited life advice it's actually probably one of the my most hated things when someone genuinely just rolls up to you and they're like mmm you should do this. And you're like, why? And they go, well, you just should. You know what I mean? Like, I'm God in this situation and I'm telling you what you should do. Vaccinations are an interesting thing. You could even look at that too with people telling you not to get the vaccination. But that's been a pretty big thing. That was one thing that came to my mind. A lot of people just going, you should get the vaccination as. I've stopped talking about the vaccination in that way that like, I don't want to know if people have it and I don't want to know if people don't have it. I genuinely don't care. Because I feel like it's just it's dividing people, right? So that's one sort of thing. But these people that sort of roll up on you like they know your ins and outs and know every every fucking fiber of your being, and they're like, "I know what your true potential is. I, I see how good you are here. I know what it's like. I read your grade four report card. I know that like you you have a lot of promise, but you're just a bit of a chatterbox, and you're a little bit distracted." But it's that I'm here and I'm going to tell you everything that you should be doing because I know you so well, aka I don't know you that well at all. So I'm going to give you all the advice, for f- just for free. Just for free. If you want to buy me a drink, you can, but I'm going to give it to you for free. You've got a lot of potential and things like that. Some of that shit lately is just like, just fucking with my mind, you know what I mean? It's the same as people that like, uh, they're genuinely curious about the podcast, so I appreciate you asking me about the podcast. But people are like, so like, have you, um, you made money yet? Are you a millionaire yet? Ah, uh, cool, you're not. Well, if I did a podcast, this is what I would do. You should get a sponsorship, dude. Like, you should, yeah, you should definitely get a sponsorship. Like a Manscaped thing, you know what I mean? Everyone's shaving their fucking nuts on, on air now, you know what I mean? They're probably getting a lot of money, you know? You could do that. Um, You know, it could be like some sort of fucking other thing that you plug. Doesn't matter. Just get a sponsor, you know what I mean? Get a sponsor. That sort of shit, like, I, whilst I appreciate your input, it's fucking annoying, you know what I mean? People don't want to be told what to do. If people ask you for advice, right, then tell them, yeah, hey, do you think I should lose some weight? Do you really want the truth or do you just want to be lied to? No, I really want the truth. You're a fat cunt, lose some weight. Like, that's it, you know what I mean? End of story. Cool, thank you, mate. You've asked me, for, I've asked you for advice and you've given it to me. So the unsolicited life advice, um, 
people that are out there giving it willy-nilly tone it back no one wants to fucking hear that bullshit so anyway that was something i wrote down like a week ago i don't know i just wrote it down i keep doing it keep doing it keep doing it i've got some other points here there's 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 like two or three shows in these notes i'm gonna talk about everything tonight this is gonna get far too long in the tooth uh i was gonna talk about the barstool fucking sports versus businesses i will save that for another episode the tree planting dog photo scandal Mm, interesting i saw that pop up recently and i was like what is this shit and I, I tell you what, I've got to be honest with you. I mustn't have been on the new uh, Instagram update because I was trying to do it. I, I'll say that. I'll say that blatantly to my audience and my listeners, my loyal listeners. I was trying to do it. The fucking thing wasn't working. So the world never got to see a photo of my dog. Then I was like, look at all these fucking cucks just putting up photos of their dogs. So I did a funny thing. I thought it was funny anyway. You know, you're just, you're doing something funny. I can't remember what it was, and uh, but I read into it, and it was apparently it was the same people that did like the whole bushfire scandal thing that took all this money, didn't give it to anybody. So there's some real scams around there. So I don't know how this shit is authorized through Instagram, but there was a few things that just come up. There was a funny one the other day. I saw it was like Urban Dictionary. It was like put your put your name up from Urban Dictionary. I saw Ty from Built to Spill, my good friend. I thought, oh, he did it. That's pretty funny. You know what I mean? So I'll do it too. And I must have done the upgrade update because it worked. It's the only one I've done. Either it was funny because like Urban Dictionary had my name in a really funny way, so I tagged Beck in it, of course, thinking, "Oh, this is funny." I was on a public forum, you know what I mean? But then there was some smart asses that send you that shit. Like you're the cuck that's doing these things, right? You're the one that's that's just an idiot. So I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I am. I don't want to be one of those people." So I didn't. That was it. I didn't do any more. Two more things. Well, they're not a good news story, actually. This was another funny one. Uh, I, I like this story. I actually thought it was funny. It kind of reminded me of like a bit of Gigi Allen. If you're a music fan or if you're not a music fan, go and look up Gigi Allen. Check out what he did on stage. Uh, there was a band. This is going back a couple of weeks ago. There's a band called Brass Against. They're basically like a brass band that do like covers of like metal and rock songs. I'll be honest, I'll put my hand up and say I've never heard of them. I'm not really one for horns and such, you know, Scar bands, I have very little patience for scar bands and things like that. So when there's like some guitars and a trumpet sort of slowly makes its way in, it's like, oh, fuck, unless it's like soul music, trumpets really don't have place around guitars and drums for me. I've got to be honest. I've got to, I've got to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you. But I like this. I like this. The front woman of this band called uh, Brass Against, I've never seen it, right? She gets a fan on stage. Now, look, I will preface this by saying these people have been cooked up. These musicians have just been locked inside trying to write the best albums of their generation. This is a cover. This is a cover band, right? A whole... I think they, they take themselves horny metal. I thought that was pretty funny. They're, they're doing all these covers, but they've been locked inside, right? Everyone's got the vax now in America and shit like that. They're getting back out. They're doing live shows. A fan's got on stage. Didn't see how he got on stage, but he got on stage. She's pissed on him right on his face and i was like whoa i haven't seen this in a while you know what i mean that's some ramstein quality stuff you know i like that i like this sort of gg allen just throwing piss and feces at the audience you know what i mean that's kind of what he used to do and this chick i'll be honest she's a pretty good looking chick you know what i mean this guy's got up i reckon he's some sort of pervert and i'm not saying there's anything wrong getting pissed on if that's what you like to do you like to get peed on man more power to you hey bring it you know what i mean piss on yourself and whoever you want if that's your thing do it this chick this guy lied down under her she's wearing these pants she's there singing her heart out she's pulling him down she squats over him and just 
whoosh, lets it rip, you know what I mean? You can see it too. Like Lady P is just like, it's like, whoosh, like a hose is split, you know, it's everywhere. And um, man, the internet was just losing their mind. You were like me that you don't genuinely give a fuck about things like that. And there's way, way, way more worse things in the world but than someone just letting loose on stage. Someone that probably enjoys being pissed on. Let's be honest, the guy did not budge at all. He genuinely liked it. If you... If you're sitting under someone, we've all been in this scenario, if you're sitting under someone and they start to piss on you and you don't like it, it's a pretty quick way to shuffle out. It's not like she held him down. No one pinned him down. He was there willingly, right? He was like, fucking shower me. The golden shower. I want it. He really enjoyed it. She's had a good time. She's giving the people what they want. She's clearly giving him what she wants. This guy, what he wants. Like a river of piss all over him. And um, yeah, of course, they got to do the thing, right? You got to come out and apologize about it. That's like the thing in this day and age. You know what I mean? sorry i offended someone like she she probably knows she's gone too far i mean she's peed on stage in front of fucking hundreds and thousands hundreds and hundreds of people maybe thousands of people i don't know but at the end of the day it's like who cares do you know what i mean like if you're not that guy that's being peed on you don't need to say sorry to anybody and if he genuinely enjoyed it he should be thanking her right i'm sure he did i'm sure he went backstage and was like hey look can i have a beer like have you got any more piss like literally have you got any more piss so, yeah, so she said, I pushed the limits too far after urinating on a fan. I mean, what else she's going to say? Do you know what I mean? I'm happy I peed on him. She could say that too, but, you know, she might lose some fans that are easily offended and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Record sales down. She needs the money. I don't know, but I'll be honest. From that one little stunt, I paid attention to Brass Against. Uh, still, look, not a fan. I've got to be honest. I'm not really into the horns. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Not really into the horns. I appreciate that she peed on this fan, though. I'm sure he did, too. So we, we talked about that. That was a fun one. I will end on this. This is a bit of a good news story. That one was equally as good news for me. You know what I mean? I felt bad that she had to apologize. I felt bad in this day and age that people get offended over things like that that do not even fucking affect him. I am more offended that there's horns in fucking music bands. You know what I mean? Not that she's peeing on some dude on the stage. I couldn't give two shits, right? This guy just could be loving his golden shower. It's the trumpet that offends me, you know? But I don't care. I just turn it off. I don't listen to it. I'm not even going to say I'm offended. I'm not even going to write a letter. I'm not going to write any letters. Piss away. Listen to your ska music. Don't let me stop you. This was an interesting story, I thought. My, my good man, Disco Stew. Shout out, Disco Stew. He sent me this. I really like this, right? This is about... This is good. This is a hero story right here. Liverpool woman's hospital explosion. Taxi driver, David Perry, lucky to be alive. Fucking sure as shit he's lucky to be alive. I'll skim over this. I read it like two weeks ago, but basically, um, it's been tainted as a miracle. I'm sure it is a miracle. You, you could, you could 100% say this is a very, very near death experience. Um, he's an Uber driver or a cab driver, whatever. He's a driver, right? He picks people up for money. Some guy gets into his taxi. In uh, in England, I don't know how their taxis work, right? But over here, it's pretty, it's pretty chill, right? You know what I mean? But anyway, the guy's in the back and he said, look, I want to get to this certain part of town, right? It just so happened that there was like, I think there was like a marathon or something happening at that time. And this is a Merseyside in Liverpool, right? There was something on in the town. And uh, it was, a rem- it, I think it was like a Remembrance Day thing, right? So this is going back to like November 11th. Anyway, whatever it was, to cut a long story short, this, this passenger wanted to go somewhere. He had a package, suspicious. But that's not uncommon that someone jumps in a fucking cab with a bag, you know what I mean? They frequent airports, these cabbies. So he gets in the uh, he gets in the cab, says, take me to this, take me here, driver. The driver goes, right, he's driving. That's my driving impression, he's driving. He's there, 
And he's going, look, mate, like there's some shit going down here. It's Remembrance Day. I can't get you there, right? I've got to go. I'll pull back into this hospital. That's the closest point, mate. And I'll uh, and I'll, I'll drop you off here. He's probably doing his scouser accent and things like that. The guy's just gone a bit shifty, right? He's gone a bit like, uh, 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 yeah, <clears throat> he's got a bag. Who the fuck knows what's going on? This guy's probably got his, his spider senses tingling, right? I knew it was tingling. I could just tell the kind of guy he was when I read this article. He's pulled up to the front of this, like, it was kind of one of those roundabouty things, and he's pulled up. The guy's fully fidgeting with his bag, like, ginning around, just like, what the fuck, he's in the bag. Next thing, this guy's like, shit's going down. This is not good. He's leaped out of his, he's leapt even. He's leapt out of his cab, locked the door, locked the doors. The cab's exploded. Huge fucking explosion. The guy's a terrorist, a suicide bomber. I mean, fuck me dead. Could you imagine just like that guy? Like, I never think about going to work and thinking like suicide bomber. You know what I mean? That's just the thing I've never had to think about. I'm sure he's probably never thought about it too. That just could be a thing that he doesn't think about. Now he's going to be thinking about that. This hero has just literally stopped a suicide bomb. From all accounts, it was only the suicide bomber that died. I mean, it was a success for him to, you know, do the whole jihadi fucking kamikaze pilot thing. It's worked on him. He hasn't killed anyone else. I'm sure he was pissed off about that. And, uh, yeah, this guy's got away without many a scratch. He's all right. He saved a whole bunch of people. It's remembrance day thing. He's not let this dude get into the hospital. The fact that he leapt out of the car and did the, did it, you know, locked him in there. Or maybe it was a, maybe it was a cabbie thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm just embellishing this story. I just thought it was amazing that this cabbie realized that some shit was going down, got out of his taxi in time. Like, this is like a two or three second thing. He's got out and he's only like not even five, ten feet away. So he was lucky to be alive. He could have been blown to bits. And this guy's been blown to bits, the suicide bomber who was clearly on his way to kill innocent people. And he saved the day. Hero of the day, dude. This guy, I don't even know his name. David Perry. Shout out, David Perry. You're a hero. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. That, 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 when I read that, I was like, wow, man, mundane. So that's a good news story. It's been a while since I've talked about good news stories. Uh, anyway, that is the show. Episode 120. It's in the can. If you stuck with me this whole time, I really, really appreciate it. I don't take it lightly that you listen to me. Come on here and talk a bit of filth and wisdom. Have a laugh every week, unless I'm not vibing, but generally I'm fucking vibing. Episode 120. Uh, as I said at the start of the show, please subscribe to all the necessary channels, YouTube, Apple, whatever. Follow me on Spotify. Make sure you got all the notifications turned on. That means a hell of a lot to me. If you like what you've heard in this episode, please go and pay it forward to someone that needs a laugh, needs to have a, a think about something that you, is resonated with you in the show. That's a big deal for me. More than reviews and more than anything like that, paying it forward, giving someone else a kick. I'm all about that. Uh, and of course, if you're feeling good, it is coming into Christmas. I'd really appreciate uh, like a public review. I've got a few King of the Cat shirts I want to give away. So if you do do a review, hit me up and I'll hook you up with a shirt. If it's not your size, you can still have it. You can do whatever you want. Frame the fucking thing. I'll sign it. You can sell it when I'm famous. But I am the King of the Couch. This is episode 120. You've been a beautiful audience. Have a great week and I love you all. (laughs) 